Hey y'all, it's Tiffany and Mindy. Tonight, I'm going to share with you a funny story. And it's all going to relate to dealing with step parents or new baby mamas or new partners of your ex. Okay. Uh, so last night, I was invited out with a group of moms to go out to what's called a bar crawl. Now, some of you mamas might be like, heck yeah, I know what that is. Those are so fun. Um, and then other moms are like, what are you thinking? What were you doing? Other moms are like, what is that? So let me break it down for you. You know, a lot of women, as we get older, what is the thing, what is the game that a lot of older people start to play? Can you think about it? Bunko. So I had Bunko on Thursday night. I got invited with a bunch of moms, met a bunch of new people, and it was it was good. It was exciting. Um, I got to hear a lot about you know other people and breastfeeding and all all kinds of uh, of things because uh, some of them actually had teenagers. And lately, my question to them has been like, what do I need to get ready for? You know, what can you prepare me for? So at Bunko, uh, I met some ladies, but then they had talked about we they were going out to the bar crawl this weekend, and they invited me. So I was like, yeah, I'll go. And then by the end of the night, I was like, maybe I won't, because I really thought about it, and I was getting super tired at that point. So I am really good at wanting to make plans, but I'm really good at canceling them or postponing because I just, I'd rather be home a lot of times. Like you see a lot of those funny memes, like I don't want to go out, but I want somebody to ask me to go out. I guess that's me. Um, but anyway, so we decide that we're going to go to a bar crawl. Um, and, in uh, we are right now in Louisville, Kentucky, and there were about four of us that went out. Um, and it was kind of neat because one mom had one kid, I have two, another mom had three kids, and another mom had four with triplets. How crazy is that, right? Um, identical triplets at that. Um, so anyway, it was kind of neat, and we've had all new range to where like one is one is a mom of a four-month-old, and then all the way up to somebody having a kid who um, I believe she said was 15. So it was really neat to go out with moms from all across the, the way. And so what happens is we played a little game and, um, checked in the various bars and they gave you like a deal or whatever. And you ate a taco everywhere you went. So I was pretty good. Pretty good. I had, I had way too much to drink. I shouldn't have even had one drink, but I think I had about, feels like about 18 today. I don't know how many I had. But anyway, I really enjoyed myself. Perhaps my favorite memory of yesterday was our Uber ride home. Our Uber ride home was so awesome. So we got an Uber ride home for three of us. And all of a sudden, I think it was like this big white Escalade truck thing. Yeah, go ahead and laugh at me for that. But you have you have an idea. Um, so pulls up and there's this big African-American guy that pulls up bopping some country. Okay. I don't even know if bopping is still the word, but I'm going to use that anyway. So he had his country music playing. It was great. Okay. You could already tell like he had a good sense of humor. He's just trying to get drunk people home, trying to make his money. And I had actually thought about my stepmom because she was an Uber driver for a little while and she would always talk about funny stories she heard. So at this point, 
I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty good. I've enjoyed some cocktails, some beverages, and we are responsibly getting home. But I started to interview our Uber driver. And uh, I, I did start recording him. And at first he was cool with it. But then he was like, she's not really recording me. So I, I deleted him. But after I listened to it this morning, of course, it was hilarious. But anyway, so we had this Uber driver. And we all start talking, you know. And I'll call him Rob. Hey, Rob, uh, you know, you got any kids? He's like, yeah. He's like, I got six kids. We were like, what? Six kids? Now, some of y'all might have six kids out there. But, you know, for the typical, you hear, you don't usually hear six kids. I have somebody in my family who have six kids, and they are wonderful, and they, I just adore them. Um, but anyway, so typically you don't hear that. So we're like, six? And he had kids ranging from eight years old to 28. So talk about, he could give you all the advice. So then we went through and started talking a little more. You know, I'm just carrying on being my funny self or lack of funny self. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Um, and he started talking about, you know, his wife. And so he said, you know, his wife, I guess she's younger than him and they had a kid or a couple kids. And so I thought that was pretty neat. He was real laid back. But I, and then I asked him, I don't know where I thought I, it was alcohol talking where I was like, well, he used the term. I just keep throwing, meaning like he keeps on having sex and impregnating people. So he was like, I've been throwing everybody. I threw the three baby mamas. So he has three babies mamas. And so I was like, oh, goodness, I could not deal with a baby mama or stepmom. I, I would be a terrible baby mama drama. Like, I don't know what I would do. And so I started talking to Rob about this. I'm like, Rob, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't because I would be hell on wheels. And he's like, why y'all can't all get along? And I was like, why can't we get along? Women don't like each other. That's what my husband said today when I told him the story. He's like, women don't like each other, which I don't find that true. I like women. I like, I like my friends. I try to support people, but it is kind of true that we kind of get a little catty sometimes. So we do like each other, right? Uh, anyway, so he was like, why, why can't y'all get along? I was like, well, if there's a woman coming up in here trying to, trying to be a mom to my kids, I'm going to be hell. And then I said, I threw the interview a little bit. I was like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I was like, of course I'd want to be the best for my kids. And, and then my husband called my bluff today. He was like, no, you were right the first time you try to ease up, but you would be hell for a person coming in. So I'm just thinking about that. Like, are you, which side are you on? You know, have you ever had to deal with this before? Um, like I have a stepmom and she was wonderful. Uh, I don't think she and my mom had a fight or anything like that. I think they got along, but I don't really think my dad and my mom are really together. And it had been like years have passed. So, uh, and if you ever met my stepmom, you would know she's like one of the loveliest angels on earth. So, um, I don't think anybody really can get mad at her. Um, but yeah, so there didn't seem to be a lot of drama. And I know that, uh, with my stepmom, she helped raise me, but I never heard her like, I was a good kid though. I didn't have to have discipline because I was so good, but she, she did not try to interfere, but she would kind of, I guess, try to speak to my dad more about trying to have a more of a relationship with me. Um, 
so anyway, I had a good experience with the stepmom. I had a good experience with my mom. I did tell y'all in one episode that was more like I parented my mom than my mom parented me. But, uh, you know, but one thing you're going to learn is that Mindy has a different story. Mindy, um, I'll, I'll let her have her story to tell, but she is the divorcee we've mentioned before. And so she has had to deal with her ex's girlfriends coming in and co-parenting and all of that garbage. I say garbage because it has been hell at some points for her. Um, and I don't think every situation is that way. And I pray that every situation is not that way. But today I put it out there to some moms. I was like, you know, have you ever dealt with this? And I got some responses back. And, uh, you know, it's it's really sad to hear, um, you know, the what what some moms are going through. Because I hear on the other side, you know, with, with stepmoms like, man, I'm not trying to have issues with the mom. I'm trying to get along. I want to make my place with her. You know, I, it's, I am trying to do what I can to not take over but to be of assistance, you know, um, but the moms just keep like blocking and having a hard time or drawing a big wedge in between. So, you know, I wonder what's going on there. Um, how do you deal with, you know, co-parenting and, and discipline and who gets who, uh, how do you pay? How do you do sports? What if you live in different, um, what if you live in different states? You know, I've heard of people like splitting summers and all of that. So I'm just curious, like, how do you guys deal with that? Oh, my step parenting. Well, I can come at this from a lot of different angles in my life. So I will try to keep it streamlined and keep the cursing to a minimum <laughs> because it really has been an uphill battle some of the way back and forth. So let's see. For starters, you know, I came from a divorced household also. <clears throat> and I've maybe mentioned that before. My parents uh, divorced when I was about eight years old. And so um, my mom and my dad uh, ended up splitting and living in different states. I lived with my mom in Kentucky and I lived with my dad in Indiana. And so it was okay uh, for a couple of years. You know, my grandparents luckily uh, interceded and I had somewhere good to go in the summers to kind of get away from the, the stress of, you know, the divorce happening and, and both sides. Um, <clears throat> but when all of that settled uh, and everybody was trying to move on with their lives, you know, clearly relationships are going to form again. And so step parents come into the equation then. So I lived with two, and I do call them this, uh, two wicked stepmoms. Uh, my dad remarried twice after my mom, and both of them were horrible human beings, bar none. That is absolutely how I would describe them. Even to their face, um, they were awful people. And for different reasons, too. So I had Wicked Stepmom number one, which is exactly what I call her, um, who was with me, let's see, I was in sixth grade then, so I would have been like around 11. <clears throat> and we lived in Indiana together with my dad. And it was just the three of us. She had uh, two grown sons, 
that were already adult, already out of the house, living their own lives, um, starting their own families and everything. So our little family unit was really just the three of us, my dad, me, and Wicked Stepmom number one. <clears throat> so we uh, had our first falling out because we moved to Indiana. My dad's job took us to Indiana and took us away from all of her family. And she, I think, kind of resented that and resented um, maybe, you know, that she didn't really have friends in the community, didn't really have anything to do, but, you know, raise another man's child, I suppose, might be the way that she looked at it. Uh, And I didn't really ever think she was terribly, like, you know, warm and and comforting and motherly to begin with. Um, You know, she and my dad had their relationship and that was all all good but when I was in the mix it was a completely different type of relationship um she in my opinion did everything that she possibly could to drive a wedge between me and my dad um she did not want me there she wanted to just live her life with my dad unencumbered you know and I maybe if I wanted to care enough to think about it from her perspective, I could, but from my sixth year, you know, sixth grade perspective, um, I, I just, I loved my dad and I just wanted to have that relationship. Uh, at that time in my life, I was not in a good place with my mom. That's why I was living with my dad. And so I was looking for a motherly figure and really wanted her to take on that motherly figure and she was not having it um of course you know right around 11 12 ish uh is when your body starts changing as a girl and I had to go through that with my wicked stepmom instead of someone that could actually talk me through the changes that your body are going under having period getting boobs all this stuff um instead I got a bag of razors thrown at me and said well I guess you better start shaving now too so she was a horrible human being um and she succeeded uh that was the worst part because I was you know so young at that point Um, and there's no one there to back me up, my dad basically ended up believing um, every goofy little thing that she would come up with. Every day there was just some nitpicky something or other about, you know, she's done this, she's done that, whatever, she's a horrible child, Um, which I wasn't. And it, it really did drive the wedge between us. We couldn't all get along together, and I decided that I would be better off living with my mom at that point. Um, so it worked. She got her way. Uh, not for long because they did divorce, but, um, you know, even up to, you know, several years ago when I'm an adult at this point and my dad and I can talk about this and we've buried the hatchet and everything was all good again, he would tell me, you know, I really wish you would have just spoken up more, um, because I had no idea some of the things that she was doing. You know, it is what it is. Uh, so Wicked Stepmom number two, which is, again, exactly what I call her, um, didn't come about until I was a grown-up also at that point. I was 18. Um, so really, it, it wasn't uh, 
an exact family unit that I was in. Uh, I would come, you know, away from college and stay with them over holidays or on weekends if I wanted and things like that. Um, But she had one, two, three, four kids of her own that uh, were all, they ranged in ages from six to 12, I believe. So she was looking for my dad to fill that fatherly role for her and take up that dad mantle um, and for them to have their whole happy little family unit of just them. And then when I would come in, it would upset the balance um, because then, you know, I'm 18 at that point. I've had my dad for what my whole life at that point. Um, And she's new to the situation. So my dad and I have our own ways of doing things, our own inside jokes, our own way of being around each other that we're comfortable with. Um, And it was weird to try and incorporate, you know, I felt like the odd man out in that in that world. Um, And she absolutely encouraged that feeling um, and her whole family encouraged that feeling unfortunately when I come in and I'm trying to incorporate myself into their world and meet my new quote-unquote grandparents you know her parents um, who were very kind and loving and warm people to their grandchildren I really got iced out Um, you know I got kind of a, a silly story you know we were moving and you know needed more room obviously And so I'm helping them pack up the house. And at one point we come across like a cord for a phone or something random like that. And someone asked, you know, where does this belong? What is this? And I very innocently said something like, uh, I don't know, that's not ours. And got berated by wicked stepmom number one and her mom immediately jumped down my throat for saying ours as in I was excluding them from the family there's no such thing as ours anymore it's all of ours now don't talk like that you know just crap like that obviously that's not what I meant but clearly they're feeling defensive they're trying to incorporate themselves into this family so whatever again if I really felt like trying to see it from their perspective maybe I could have but as an 18 year old that again just wants to have a relationship with my dad because I've already been shut out of one at one point. I wasn't trying to see it, you know? So uh, she also succeeded in uh, driving me away from my dad at one point. Um, Again, that relationship did not last very long either. So, uh, you know, we we all won in the end. My dad and I had a wonderful relationship through parts of our life, through most of our life. We just had a couple of years of hiccups. Um, and Wicked Stepmoms number one and two are completely gone now. So yay. Um, but, but seeing that kind of interaction at those different points in my life made it very clear to me the type of person I did not want to be. I did not want, if I ever became the stepmom in that situation, I did not ever want to alienate or isolate or, you know, make someone feel like they weren't really a part of the family because I know what that felt like. And it's horrible. It's an awful feeling. You know, it's just, it's not healthy. So 
that was always very clear to me. I was not going to be that type of step parent. Now, on the other side of that, my mom remarried. And um, if you've read blogs, uh, you will know that he, uh, my stepdad, Rob, just passed away recently, uh, earlier this year. Uh, and he was a wonderful man. I, I did a whole blog about him. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about him much because I don't want to cry. <laughs> but he was he was wonderful. So on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of that, I had a wonderful stepfather um, who was a wonderful grandfather to my daughter, a wonderful father to my little brother, who I talk about a lot. So I, I did get that warmth and loving from that end also. So again, that gets to reinforce in me the type of step parent that I do want to be. Um, so then, you know, coming full circle, I am what I would consider a step parent now, uh, took a few roads to get there. Um, I had a relationship or two in the past. Uh, the relationship before this one, uh, was pretty long and, um, we had, um, we had a, a mom on the other end that, we got along really well, actually. Um, we were able to communicate with each other. And, uh, you know, I think it just has something to do with how willing you are to try. That really makes the difference, man. If you just put your foot down from the very beginning and you're not willing to even try to get along with the other parent or try to learn what type of person they are, you're never going to get anywhere. Um, this mom, I was really fortunate that she was open-minded. She wanted to meet me. Uh, you know, we actually got so well involved with each other that myself, my daughter, she and her son all went out and did one of those like painting nights all together for Mother's Day. Um, I mean, so that was, that was a good experience knowing that she trusted me to take care of her child, um, when he was with us on the weekends and that, you know, just that willingness really made it easy. Um, I didn't feel like I I couldn't tell her if we were having a, a situation at home that we needed to talk about, you know, we were able to kind of coordinate routines and make sure that the discipline was kind of the same from one house to the next as it should be. Uh, so that was a really lovely experience. The relationship didn't work out, um, which was fine. <laughs> but she was a wonderful uh, ray of sunshine in the stepmom world. Um, and uh, on, I guess, the opposite end of the spectrum of that, you know, uh, my daughter's father, uh, who I will probably not talk about a whole lot because it's not something I would want to put out there. Uh, it's not good vibes. Um, he had a couple of relationships also during this whole period of time. Um, one of which turned out to be a really good relationship. So I'm grateful to that. You know, he had some missteps. Um, but one of his relationships turned out to be a good experience for my daughter also. Um, you know, they had a household together that had other children in it also. The other children were a little more wild than her. Um, but she ended up being the middle child in their household. So it was a different perspective for her. She wasn't the baby. She wasn't the only child. Um, it, it was an interesting perspective for her, I'm sure. Um, but this other mom ended up being a really reasonable person also. We could talk. 
Um, you know, she would help out my daughter with her homework and things like that. Um, she would come to me when she had concerns also. Um, so that, that turned out to be a good experience as well. Um, on, uh, my life now, you know, I'm, I have a, a blog that you'll see soon. I'm drafting about, uh, being a step parent, but I, I guess I've basically filled a a step parent role at this point. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been together for several years now, uh, and his daughter, uh, he has sole custody of his oldest daughter, uh, and she lives with us, uh, with me and my daughter and he, and, uh, she is now 17. She's a senior in high school. She's an amazing human being. Um, this is all in my blog. And, um, we, I think have a pretty happy little family unit here. Um, I'm, I'm really happy to say that she's a chill kid and she listens to reason, you know, we can kind of logic with her. Like I try to do with my daughter also about, you know, this is why this type of behavior makes sense. And this is why you probably shouldn't behave this way. Um, I feel like she, I really feel like she does actually respect me, which is lovely. Uh, I feel like she really takes the things that I say to heart, you know, she will come to me and she will ask me questions about life and questions about, uh, you know, like creative projects, because I do all those kind of things. Also, she's a really, uh, she's an artist. So she's a creative type also. Um, so we have a lot of the same heartbeat. We have a lot of things in common and it's really, she's really melded really well into our family also. Um, and again, seeing, having stepmoms, uh, has really made me secure in the way that I would not behave. You know, I am really careful with discipline uh, when it comes to being in the stepmom role. I I don't know how other moms want to do it, but I basically leave it to her dad. You know, uh, my boyfriend and I will talk about issues that we may have uh, from time to time, but for the most part, I let my concerns be known to him and he will take the concerns to her. Um, if it's a serious issue that may involve the whole family, then we'll all sit down together. Um, and I feel comfortable giving my opinions on situations also, but we, we work really well in our little family unit of, you know, I do most of the disciplining of my daughter and he does most of the disciplining of his daughter. Uh, And not to keep us segregated, you know, we crisscross sometimes. um, But just because at the ages that they are at this point and the lives that they've had at this point, I feel like it would be an unnecessary challenge to try and convert the kids over to a new way of parenting, you know. The 17-year-old is used to the way the dad parents. The 12-year-old is used to the way the mom parents. And it's working, and they're good kids, really. They're both wonderful students. They're both creative individuals. They both have chores in the house. They both take care of their own pets. They're great kids. There's no reason to, you know, bother with upheaval of, of trying to 
you know, me try to discipline the the 17 year old in the way that I would discipline my 12 year old, because I don't necessarily know how to parent a 17 year old yet. I don't have one yet, except for her. And she's not my 12 year old (laughs) by any means. They are two completely different individuals, but they get along really well for the age range that they're in. They really do get along well. So um, from from my perspective of being a step parent, um, I feel like we're doing pretty well. Um, that may not be the perspective of everyone else. You know, I know there are a lot of other people out there that are probably having trouble trying to figure out, you know, where they fit into that situation. Um, you know, where they can and can't discipline and where, you know, where they can and can't talk to the other parents involved. And I would just say, you know, be open and be honest about it. Be open about what you would expect. You know, when the 17-year-old came to live with us, she asked me point blank, what kind of rules do you have in your household? And I thought that was really mature of her to come to me as another parent in the household and ask, you know, what do I need to behave like in your household, just to make sure that the lines were clear. Um, and I, I don't think I told her anything other than, you know, do your chores and be a good kid. I think it was pretty simple. <laughs> um, but I think if you're just open with all the parents involved and open with the kids involved about your expectations and about, you know, also being willing to... Um, pick your battles, you know, that's kind of a good parenting tip for everyone, step or otherwise. Pick being willing to pick your battles, being willing to know that it's it's a little stressful, obviously, trying to incorporate one family into another and there are going to be growing pains, but you'll get there eventually as long as you guys keep the lines of communication open. Thanks for following along today, guys. Today's episode was brought to you by OKish Moms and Kevin McLeod. Thank you for following us and supporting us. And remember, it's okay to be just okay. We can always strive to be better.